Relaxation Techniques for Carers, a Kinship Carers Victoria podcast. This podcast is part of a series on kinship carer self-care and well-being. It was recorded and produced on Jara Country, the land of the Jaja Wurrung people, and we extend our ongoing respect to all Kulin Nation peoples, the traditional custodians of these lands, and pay respect to the elders both past and present, future and emerging, and to the deep knowledge of the land that is embedded within the Indigenous communities. I care for three other people, so my mind gets overshadowed with doctors, specialists. Or if your children are sick, or your children have mental health issues or whatnot, it's just constant. So it's hard to go, oh geez, I'm going to take a breather amongst all this. Psychological stress has a devastating effect on health. Research shows that people with heart disease do worse over time if they don't control their stress levels and is also associated with a higher risk of cancer. Stress is also linked with poorer memory and more aches and pains. Deep breathing and meditation can give you a sense of calm, peace and balance that can benefit your emotional well-being and overall health by reducing stress. One of the easiest ways to start is to simply focus your attention on your breath. It's a form of entry-level meditation that anyone can do. When you breathe deeply, it sends a message to your brain to calm down, which will then slow your heart rate and decrease your blood pressure. We spoke with two Victorian carers, their names are not published for privacy reasons, who shared details of their own experiences with trying relaxation techniques. Our first kinship carer has been looking after her granddaughter for 13 years and our second contributor has two grandkids and two of her own older children in her care. My main one that I was taught is just taking deep breaths, sliding your hands along your legs, make sure you're sitting up straight and just breathing in and out for two or three minutes. I researched on the internet to help me find some mindfulness and meditation that I could use in my own time. It doesn't even have to be at home. If I'm sitting in the car waiting for my granddaughter for 10 minutes, I, I pull it out. It's called MindFit Mindfulness. And you can just do 10 minutes of mindfulness meditation on YouTube. It was hard at first to train your mind to just block out everything. But once I kept practicing, uh, I got it. It just made me feel a lot more relaxed and a lot more aware of my surroundings. After I finished, I just feel on top of the world for the rest of the day. I've tried breathing exercises and meditation to relieve stress and anxiety, but it's, I'm not consistent with it and it doesn't go much past that point of, you know, just trying a couple of times. I prefer to walk, like, I like to exercise. I suppose to do other forms of relaxation or meditation or whatnot, you've really got to slow yourself down to do that. And sometimes I just have too much on my plate, so I don't find that easy to navigate. We are joined today by Eliza Terry from Yoga Living. Eliza has been teaching Iyengar Yoga since 1998 and has a diploma of classical yoga. She also teaches mindfulness meditation with a strong focus on breath work. 
for my personal practice it's a combination of yoga and meditation so the yoga is a moving meditation so mindfulness based and the still seated meditation is also mindfulness based and I've continued in training in those areas branching out into yin yoga meditation with imagery and self-compassion as well as yoga that's a bit more sort of trauma informed in that it's very hands-off and very open for people who experience anxiety or depression or and they can come along to class as well so gradually over 25 years I've expanded the practice from just being about the physical practice to being a more healing process for people to work through and that's what I do I heal myself through yoga and meditation I personally love the principle or the acronym of RAIN so RAIN stands for to recognize or to notice how you're feeling to then allow that feeling so actually give it permission to be here with you to investigate it so that might be where it is in your body or how the feeling feels is it strong or weak is it um, hot or cold does it feel contracted or spacious and then to nurture that so you can do that through relaxation through soothing breathing practices through gentle movement through going for a walk through talking to someone about it that's the sort of process that I use so generally with breathing techniques you're slowing down your breathing so the type of thing you might do is breathe in for four pause for four breathe out for four pause for four and in that process that sends a message to your brain to quieten your nervous system so that's how your vagus nerve works it sends that message back up to your brain to slow down a little your heart rate slows a little and that's how most breathing practices work so you're generally extending the length of your breath maybe extending the pauses not to the point of strain but extending them a little so that quietens your nervous system and also has the opportunity to give you some space so within those pauses there's an internal silence and stillness that you can really tune into with a little bit more attention because you've extended it and made it a little bigger it is always important not to overdo the strain with breathing so you don't want to be at a point where there's any straining or pushing or a tightly held grip in your belly it's always fairly soft the extension is only a little bigger than the breath you're already taking normally and it's always with you your breath so you don't have to sort of look for it or add something you don't need an app you don't need equipment you don't need anything it's always with you so you can just choose to tune into it Meditation is a practice in which an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. Meditation may significantly reduce stress, anxiety, depression and pain and enhance peace, perception and well-being. Eliza explains. So meditation is turning your attention from looking and doing outward 
connecting, transacting, speaking, moving, planning, organizing, anything that you do in that thinking realm is turning that attention back onto yourself. So how you're feeling, the movement of your breath, what you're noticing in the present moment, your breathing. It's impossible, of course, to breathe in the past or the future, so it keeps you present. And continuing that process of turning the other way from outward thinking to just being. Not doing anything, but just being and noticing that. It can give you some clarity because you're pausing and you're taking time out in a busy day. Sometimes what you'll find is when you go back into the day, you've got a bit of clarity about what's important and what you can let go of. It also helps to regulate your brain. So we have a reptilian brain, of course, that is our fight and flight that's often switched on. And meditation helps to dampen that constant heightened sympathetic drive by stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system that quietens that down a little, gives you the opportunity to reflect and to respond rather than to feel reactive all the time. And although that takes time to step away from that habit of being in reaction all the time, once you do and you realise that actually I don't need to be there all the time, it, it is quite freeing, it's quite liberating almost from that feeling that I have to always be switched on and in hyper overdrive, vigilant all the time. I can sometimes let that go. There are different types of meditation. So I've mentioned mindfulness-based, which is often very breath-based or very sensation-based. So what you're feeling in your body, I think that's really useful for relaxation, for beginners. You can do it for a minute or an hour doesn't matter how much time you've got. You can add something like a mantra or an intention that you say to yourself while, while you're doing that. So one of the ones I like is just to breathe in the word be and breathe out the word here. So you're adding something for your mind to do. You can also add sounds. So you might listen to something that feels soothing to you, which again is very personal, but there's lots of meditation style music around. You can also meditate outside. So with nature, maybe with your eyes open and rather than doing anything, looking or planning, you let the trees look at you. So that's another style of meditation, and there are many, many more. Some people may not have ever tried meditation before. Others find it difficult to make time and space for it. Eliza acknowledges reasons why people are reluctant or too busy, but reinforces the simplicity and ease in which relaxation techniques can be built in. I think the most difficult part of meditation is actually setting aside the time to meditate. It's not difficult to do because all you're doing is noticing what's happening right now. So your mind will be busy, but that's not a problem at all. No thoughts are a problem. We're not trying to stop them or push them away. We're just trying to notice them. The tricky part about it is setting aside the time to do it. That's what everybody finds hardest. And some of the ways you can work around that before everyone gets up in the morning, even if it's only five minutes that you have to yourself, before you go to sleep, 
when you're in bed, you can use that time, even again, five or 10 minutes. And also time that you might otherwise be waiting for something. So I used to use waiting in the car at the school gates is a really useful time. Again, five minutes is enough. And I think for someone who's really busy, there are free apps such as Insight Timer, one that I really love. You can choose the time that you've got from as little as five minutes to an hour. And you can choose also the style. So it has particularly a lot of sleep meditations on it that you can listen to in bed while you're going to sleep. Or if you want to relax and you have 15 minutes during the day, they're really useful. So if you feel like just starting completely from nothing, try something like that and see what happens. As I said, it's impossible to fail. Try one and someone's voice you will probably like. Our carers had some questions for Eliza about breathing techniques and meditation. I'm 67 now. What techniques would help me to sleep and stay asleep? My favourite one for going to sleep, again, they'll talk you through this on an app if you want to, or you can talk yourself through it. You might begin with extended breathing first, so just slightly extending each breath, but then moving from your feet to your head through progressive relaxation. So breathing into your feet for a short time, maybe half a minute, breathing into your lower legs, breathing into your knees, breathing into your hips, breathing into your back and then your shoulders and down your arms and into the back of your head and through your face, moving along like that through your body and letting each part relax as you go. And if I wake up in the night, I redo that from the beginning all the way through again. And also just recognizing that although sleeping is ideal, deep rest is almost as effective as sleeping for your body so if you can get into a state of deep rest it's worth reminding yourself that although I'm, I'd like to be asleep deep rest is a really wonderful place to be. I find it hard to relax and wind down. How do you begin to start to allow and make that time to incorporate that in your day so then you can reap the benefits from it? I think Approaching it as very small steps is essential. If you think you're going to have the time, the energy, the headspace to take an hour out of your day, you're probably not. But if you start with a few minutes and see how it feels, the, the way to assess whether meditation is right for you is to notice how you feel after it. Not while you're in the practice, because often while you're in it, your head feels busy, you might feel uncomfortable or restless, you don't want to be still. So it's challenging at times, but how you feel after it really gives you a good indication to whether what you're doing is useful. So I would begin with very small steps and maybe use those little bits of time, probably just before going to bed, where you're already tired and use that tiredness to practice some deep breathing and some relaxation.
Kinship carers' roles in families can be stressful, complicated and busy. So while it's not always easy to build in time to learn relaxation techniques or practice them, the benefits are immediate and effective. As Eliza and our carers have pointed out, there are useful phone apps, podcasts and videos on YouTube that offer inexpensive or free guided meditations and breathing exercises to take you through. Learning to meditate or breathe deeply may be challenging at first, but if practiced regularly, it can improve not only your stress levels, but your health overall. In the next podcast in this series, we'll explore other ways to look after yourself through exercise and sleeping well, and also how taking up new hobbies and expanding your interests supports well-being. This podcast was made possible by generous support from the Department of Families, Fairness and Housing and the Carer Cafe.